Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show. Where we get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said on every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We are pleased to have Caitlin Vogel with us today. She is Miss North Dakota USA 2021. A North Dakota native, Caitlin takes pride in representing her state on a national level, not once but twice. She was previously Miss North Dakota Teen USA 2019 and placed first runner up at the national Miss Teen USA competition. And on November 29th, she was once again named first runner up, this time to the title of Miss USA 2021. Should Miss USA capture the Miss Universe crown live on December 12th, which is tomorrow, Caitlin would advance to the title of Miss USA 2021. And we're excited to talk to her about all that, yes. her story, and, then and a some lot more. more. So welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, I always like to start the show out the same way. Um, last 18 months has been tough for a lot of people. Oh, yes. Um, how has COVID affected what you do? And what have you done to maneuver through this? Yeah, well, I mean, fortunately, most of my appearances have been in person, but I have gotten these Zoom things. So I'm, I'm used to working Zoom live <laughs> broadcast stuff like that, because when I first was crowned, that's kind of how it began. Um, mm. I'm very fortunate that I have been able to be in person for most of them. And in terms of school, uh, that's been a little interesting. I'm in nursing school, so wow. I have to be in person, but we have to take so many precautions to make sure we're all healthy. I love that. You know, it's like with for us, um, we launched this show January of 2020. <clears throat> so a couple months before COVID. Yes. <clears throat> and I remember our original plan was to interview maybe 100 people first year. We thought that'd be a great foundation for the first year. And then COVID happens. And I'm sitting there watching the whole entertainment industry get shut down. And I'm like, you know, this could be a silver lining for us. You know, mm -hmm. we can't change COVID. But you know what? All these people in entertainment need a place to talk and we're going to give it to them. And because of that, we're close to 500 interviews in, in that time. Wow, that's incredible. <clears throat> and, you know, I'd like to do something very special that we've yes, never done this before. This is a first. This is a first show. for our show. So we actually have a past guest that's also a pageant winner and all that. Yes. Who wants to ask three questions to you. And she sent me a video in each three questions. And, you know, just to talk about your whole experience and all that. So we're going to start with the first question. Yes. Okay. Hi, everyone. It's Larissa Gaines, your former Junior Miss Magnolia State 2021 and your current Miss North Mississippi team volunteer. Today, I've had the opportunity to ask Miss Caitlin Vogel a couple questions. And starting off with my first question, I'd like to ask, how does your preparation and experience with Miss Teen USA differ from Miss USA? Okay, how cute. I love that. Um, so first, it's a different caliber of competition. And I actually was in a Miss Teen USA when it was still owned by the Miss Universe organization. And this is the oh, okay. now for Crystal Stewart. So that differed a little bit, but there's still many similarities. But I think the main difference is definitely the caliber of competition. At Teen USA, we were all laid back, like just having fun. We did that at Miss USA too. There was a different mindset to it. A lot yeah. of people yeah. knew that if you win, you have to move. So there was a lot of sacrifices for that title that you want to make. So it's a little more serious, if that makes sense. So that's the main mm -hmm. between the two. But I do think being a teen title holder did prepare me a little more mentally to go to Miss USA. So I knew how, how demanding the days were and what to expect in that sense. 
I love that answer. And let's go on to the second question. Yes, here's Larissa. Hi, everyone. It's your former Junior Miss Magnolia State, Larissa Gaines. I'm also your current Miss North Mississippi team volunteer. And today I've had the opportunity to ask Miss Caitlin Vogel a couple questions. So I'd like to ask her, when and why did you start pageantry? And what has been your favorite experience since the beginning? Oh, Labrissa has some great questions. Um, so I actually was a tri-sport athlete in high school, and I always wanted to be a model and pageantry and stuff, but I just was so busy with sports, and I, I didn't know if that was my fit. And so after high school, I, I didn't participate in any sports in college, so I had more time, and I actually got one of those application forms in the mail. I didn't know if I would be able to pay the entry fee. But then my dad saw it on the counter and he's like, I will pay it. Like, let's try it. Let's do it. It was my first pageant. I didn't tell uh, my extended family because I was so competitive. <laughs> I was like, I don't want them to see me lose. And um, so when I when I did compete for teen, I, I won my first time, very fortunately. Uh, and then it just kind of skyrocketed from there. I learned so much being a teen title holder and I, I grew so much too. Um, beautiful part of pageantry, I think, you're just you kind of forced to grow and at the time it might be a little stressful but looking back on it it is the most beautiful thing um my favorite thing to this day still being a dual title holder is being in the schools i love kids um i i preach on inclusion of people with disabilities so sometimes i'll bring my oh, friend yeah. down syndrome into the classrooms with us but my favorite Thing in the schools is I, I started the presentation with do you guys know what down syndrome is or a disability and a lot of mm. kids are kind of hesitant like oh yeah kind of kind of like a taboo and then by the mm. end of the presentation and when I talk about the friendships and stuff I ask like are you going to go make a friend that might be a little different than you and seeing them raise their hands and the excitement just I know that in that one hour I was able to make an impact and that's one of my yeah. favorite things. I love that, you know, again, because yes. that's what it's all about. You know, if you can't give back, what can you do, right? Yes. Okay, let's do the final question. Yes. Hi, everyone. It's Arissa Gaines, your former Junior Miss Magnolia State 2021 and your current Miss North Mississippi teen volunteer. So, Caitlin, I would like to ask you, now that the Miss USA pageant is over, how do you plan to continue your reign as Miss North Dakota USA? And whenever your reign is over, what kind of impact do you hope to have left on North Dakota as a two-time USA delegate? Once again, those are such great questions. Um, I guess I'm kind of, I'm waiting for it to tomorrow to see how the results are. I think Elle is super strong at Miss Universe. I watched her preliminary competition yesterday. <laughs> And so, as you said, if she does advance to Miss Universe, I will assume the positions of Miss USA, which I, I would totally love that opportunity. <laughs> not, I mean, I'm a homegrown girl. I love being here. And like I said before, my main goal for Miss North Dakota is to get into more of those schools. I actually am currently planning a road trip across my state so I can hit multiple up and down. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Awesome. <laughs> Since I, I do a lot in the Minot community, but I would like to extend that. Um, and after I give up my title... I, I have a nonprofit. It's called Limitless, and it, it fosters one-on-one -on -one friendships between people with and without disabilities. So I'll continue that. It's a fashion show, but we're also evolving a little bit. We're entering the healthcare field, and so I'm leading a pilot program with a board of doctors, and we're trying to create a new criteria for people with disabilities yeah. in the healthcare workforce, so that people like my best friend Bella, who has Down syndrome, can play an essential and equitable role in healthcare. So that's kind of some future plans I have. 
I definitely love that. We need to we need to have Glorissa as a co-host, I think. Yeah, she has <laughs> excellent <laughs> questions. <laughs> so as you know, a lot of people see what you do and they see the glory behind it and and but they don't see um the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes to get to your level. And I always want to talk about that. And I think a lot of people think, especially with your industry, if you're a beauty queen, that's you know, it's just about looks. But we both know it's way more than that. There's mm -hmm. a lot of sacrifice. So t tell us a little bit about some of the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through to get to where you are today. Yes, I'm glad you pointed that out. Um, as with me and all of the other 50 title holders who competed this year and every year previous, it does have so much sacrifice and so much work. And like I said, as a team title holder, you're just kind of placed in a situation where you have to grow. And it's the same with Miss, but it, it comes with the more sacrifices. So uh, a lot of time management I've had to learn. Um, I mean, I'm very family oriented, so I do prioritize that. But at the same time, I have to take time away from that so that I can focus on pageantry, whether it be interview coaches or working out or going to appearances, um, all that kind of stuff. And just... I guess I would tell girls, I always encourage them to participate in pageantry because it is beautiful, but they definitely need to understand it is a job. It is. And it's a job that doesn't get paid. Um, <laughs> I have the heart. Um, I honestly wouldn't trade anything, even if I did get paid awesome, but I don't. And I'm happy with that too, because. But it opens doors for down the road. And I get paid in other ways. Like I said, yeah. um, the impact I'm able to make, I mean, we have wonderful sponsors that those are some benefits too, but it definitely is a job. And almost every single day, I mean, if it's not on your mind, you're doing something and vice versa. Now, how do you handle, um, cause as you know, in, in back in our day, mine and my wife's day, um, you had bullies, but you didn't have the internet. No social media. And social media. Mm -hmm. And in this day and time, now not only do you have bullies, but you have bullies that can hide. How yeah, do right. you handle that side of it? Because I think that although social media is an amazing tool, it's also being used by a lot of people, including adults, to really bully and break down people. How do you handle that side of it? Yes. Where do I start? I mean, <laughs> high school, I actually was on both sides. I, I initially was with a group that was a little toxic and belittled people. And then I decided that's not the woman I wanted to be remembered as. And so mm -hmm. I took that mental mindset every single day and I changed it until the woman I am today where I don't see the flaws of people. I see the strengths first, but that took me four years. And it kind of what is what led me into uh, finding my best friend who has Down syndrome because she possesses oh, yeah. the qualities I want. She, We've yeah. been friends for five years and we've never once talked about someone else to have fun. Um, oh, wow. so, That's amazing. Yeah, and in terms of social media and being able to hide behind a screen, obviously that makes it so much easier to just be mean. But I think it does. <laughs> it really does. At the end of the day, we all just have to realize that we're all human. Like mm -hmm. behind a screen, but who you are talking to and who you are affecting is a human on the other side of the screen. They have. Yeah. Um, and so, unfortunately, as a pageant title holder, I haven't got a lot of that. I know some other title holders have, which just breaks my heart. Um, I, but I did have one girl reach out and she pointed out the fact that she goes, oh, like, this is an accomplishment. You're just a beauty queen. Like, there's nothing to you. And oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And so that was kind of upsetting a little bit. But um, I was proud at the same time because of pageantry. I knew how to respond to those situations mm -hmm. in a and professional way and I kind of just ended this conversation with like 
I'm so honored to represent North Dakota and you at the Miss USA pageant. So kind of helped me in terms of that too, how to, instead of immediately get defensive, uh, take a step back and see how, where she's coming from and then kind of explain it. But also I don't need to defend myself. I know who I am and she mm -hmm. just, so um, it is hard with people who are out there to belittle you, but. Now, did you, have you ever met the, the duo Tiger Lily? Uh, yes. Okay. So, uh, they're from Hazen and I ran track. I would have track meets in Hazen. I didn't personally like sit down and talk with them. Yeah. yeah. That's before, I guess I would, was cool. I was one of those <laughs> looked up. And so I'd see them walk by and I'd be like, that's them. That's them. So I listened to their songs. I've supported their journey, but I wouldn't say I, I've got to sit down and have a conversation with them maybe in the future, but not yet. Yeah. yeah. With Kendra, we, back in 2014 or 15, yeah, we actually area. interviewed some people back then and we interviewed Kendra oh. um, because I, we found her because of the song, North Dakota. We did. Yes. And that was like one of the coolest songs. <laughs> I always remember that. that. I mean, it's oh, got just that great. rhythm great and you're like, wow. Representation of the state there. Yeah. yeah, they are great representatives of the state. And I, I think they're doing really well right now. They oh, were. Yeah. They are. I mm -hmm. think they just got signed and everything, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, in Nashville. Mm -hmm. I think maybe Miranda Lambert's video. So that's really cool. Um, they took a step yeah. out of their comfort zone, moved, and I think they're doing well. But I know that they'll always have their roots in North Dakota, and they always will support North Dakota no matter where they go. And that's what's great about mm -hmm. our show. We bring on people that are chasing that dream that, yeah. you know, because, you know, that that's one thing out there that we've learned from a lot of people is, you know, when you talk to a bunch of people, there's a lot of people out there that just, you know, they're happy, they're settled in their life and, but they're kind of miserable, but they don't realize they're miserable. And it's because they don't have that passion anymore. And it's great when we bring on people like you that they still have that passion because you're out there chasing this thing, even though you're, you're, you're putting in 700 hours of community service and then you're still doing all this. It's like, how do you balance it, everything? Yeah, uh, I don't really have an exact answer to that, but I would say <laughs> my day. <laughs> um, ultimately, you make what's important to you work. And so this title is important to me, so I make it work. But so is family time, so I make sure I have time for that. Um, I don't always make sure I have time for myself. <laughs> That's probably one of my weaknesses I could do a little better at. Um, but I, I have a great support system that really helps me with that as well. What's a story of somebody where they came up to you and they told you how much you have impacted them? Because we love to hear them type of stories too. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to pinpoint just one. But I know after Miss USA, I, I got nearly 2,000 messages that I, wow. I always make a point to make sure I reply to those because those people took a a minute or two out of their day to message me. And so I, I spent an entire week messaging them back. But it's cool to see that. Uh, girls at my school that I grew up in, they're the ones who kind of reach out and they're like, you're inspiring us. And coming from a small school, that means a lot because I remember in the third grade, I, I wrote down that I wanted to be a model and wow. I shamed for it. And they're like, there's no way. And so from that point on, I, I kind of kept it a secret. I always wanted to be, but I'm like, oh, but it's I'm from North Dakota. It's not going to work. And so it's kind of oh, yes. a moment now that I am a national model. I am a pageant girl and that other girls at my school are seeing that so that they, if they want to be a model, write it down on your third grade paperwork. Like, just do it. 
You know, that reminds me of Steve Harvey's story. I remember him telling a story that when he, I don't know what grade, it might have been around third. I don't know what grade it yeah, was. Yeah, he was pretty uh, young. He was pretty young where he tells yeah, a story. I think he that, might have been like six or seven years old. Um, where he said that they asked people what he want, what they wanted to do, and they were written it down. Mm -hmm. And the teacher went through all the people's stuff, and he said that they pulled, the teacher pulled him up front. And so he thought the teacher's going to, like, because he put down, he wanted to be a TV show. He wanted to be on TV. Yes, wanted to be and, on TV. And but what the teacher did was mock him. It says, "How are you going to be on TV when you can't even talk?" Because he back then he had a stuttering problem. Yeah. And then who who in your family's been on TV? He said, "No one." Who in this class has been on TV? No one. Who do you know been on TV? No one. So you ain't going to be on no TV. And 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 he said, and it's just a crazy story that. And I'm just glad. That he didn't do like a lot of people and would listen to that. Yeah. Well, crazy mm -hmm. enough, he's the one who's hosting Miss Universe tomorrow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> easy. I didn't hear that story, but yeah. Yeah, I remember recently mm -hmm. he actually talked about the his whole boo-boo that he did. Oh, that's right. <laughs> a few years ago. And, that. and he said that actually would became a blessing uh, because yes. it's got him other gigs because of that. Yes. <laughs> It comes down to how you handle things and he handled it so well he took yes. responsibility um without trying to push it off on someone else and right. i think that showed a lot about who he was and how he handles a, a little crisis mm -hmm. so Absolutely. tell us a parent story where they went above and they probably go above and beyond every day i get that <laughs> something that kind of stands out where you're like wow they really get um doing what you do is a passion did you say a parent like my mom and dad yeah yeah oh my mom's in the kitchen right out there. I don't even know where to begin. I love my parents so much and they're so supportive. Um, certain story. I know, I know you said that they do stuff every day, but they really do. And I think one of my favorite moments would be uh, just last week when uh, I finished being on stage, being beautiful in my gown and everything. And I got to go to the after party and just walk down the runway real quick as the first runner up. Um, and I didn't think they were in there. They were with my other family members, like all the way across the resort. Wow. So like, oh, they're not yeah. going to make it. Um, so when I walked out, I saw them and I, there's a video too. And my, I just went like, oh, and even though I was surrounded by hundreds and hundreds of people who were trying to see me be beautiful and stuff, I just instinctively ran over to them and gave my dad a kiss and held my mom's hand. And that was a little way of me showing my appreciation for all they do and the values they've instilled in me that I've held as a title holder. Um, mm -hmm. But that's always mm -hmm. going to be a special moment. And I'm glad I got it on camera. And it just, it means so much because there were hundreds and hundreds of people around. But in that moment, it was just my mom, my dad and I. And people okay. don't realize the power of a parent. Because, um, you know, you got a lot of people that, that they'll go to parents. I want to be a musician or I want to be an actor, actress, or want to be a model or, you know, whatever. And the parent is that first roadblock and they shouldn't be because again, you know, maybe you don't believe in what they do, but you can at least say, okay, if you feel like you can do that, I mean, do this and let, what do we got to do to help you? Yeah. Well, like I said, um, I was hesitant to start pageantry because I didn't think I'd be able to afford that entry fee. And my dad was the one who's like, I've got it. Like you just go do it. I'll cover it. And so that kind of showed his belief in me that he really thought I could do it. And so I, I just went and now we're here. <laughs> um, I might be assuming the CSA responsibilities, but it, it started because he, he thought I had potential back then. And he believed in me before I believed in myself. Now I know you always want to win, 
And I know you're, you, you know, the humble answer is you're okay with coming in uh, first runner up. But how did it feel when it was like deja vu? Yeah, that I feel interesting. And a fun fact is it's only ever happened twice in Miss USA history that someone's got first runner up at Teen USA and Miss USA, <laughs> and they both are from North Dakota. Previously, from Mari, another North Dakota title holder. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. And so, honestly, it happens so fast. It was, I did have a moment where I just cried briefly just because I felt like I was breaking yeah. up with that. And it has been a little hard watching Miss Universe because I knew I was so close, but instead I'm here, I'm shoveling snow in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> and I could have been competing on the Miss Universe stage, but Elle is doing a great representation of all of us. And so I know, I know you said that it's cliche, but I am okay with it because yeah. we're going to yeah. Miss USA. I told myself and my family, I know I'm worthy of the title. My family knows I'm worthy. Like I didn't have that pressure to win. We already know that we're worthy, but it's very subjective onto what the judges are looking for. And they were almost looking for me, but they they found someone else that they preferred a little more. And that's okay too, because their subjective opinion doesn't affect what I believe of myself or what my family believes of me. And you know, being, you know, that Miss Kentucky got Miss USA right now, that could be a little bit of a blessing because after what happened last night in Kentucky with all the tornadoes. Oh, so tragic. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, there's there's a big plan for all of us. So we just got to keep trusting. Exactly. Yeah. Now, as you, you know, as you know, uh, it takes a village to make run everything. And in our opinion, teams never get the love they, they deserve. Don't. So take a few moments to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. The team. Okay. Wow. Well, it goes all the way back. I mean, all the way back to high school when uh, I had a specific professor. And after I went, after I won teen, I went back and talked to him. And he told me that he always saw the potential in me. And he watched me struggle with bullying and girls picking on me, but he'd never intervened. He just watched. And he said it was the most it was such a blessing watching you find yourself. Wow. But wow. unsure of yourself because of how others treated you. So it goes all the way back, even to elementary school teachers, they still message me. And from that young age, whether it was a little lesson they taught me then that I still hold to this day, uh, to high school when I was struggling, but the prof uh, the professors were all still there for me. Obviously my parents, um, my fiance, my siblings. And this year actually the entire community were even more involved. They were very supportive at teen, but now I feel like they're more a part of my journey and they feel more a part of it. Um, and so actually this is a cute little story. Before I went to Miss USA, we have these little send-offs. Almost every girl has them. Um, mm -hmm. Usually people keep their dress a secret. Um, I don't really understand why because they're going to see it anyways, but most yeah. people yeah. That element of surprise, but I decided to have my family and friends come and I wanted to show them my dress because when I wear that dress, I wanted them all to already be a part of it. And so that was kind of representative to me. So when all my family and friends came and I showed them my dress first um, before anyone else could see it. And that's something that I did to kind of bring them on that stage with me. And it made that moment even more special. Wow. Oh, wow. And, you know, yeah. speaking of teams, we have a third co-host, a little nine-year-old. Yes, we do. His we name is Christopher. And so Sandy's going to go get him. He asked a few, he asked a few questions, too. Yes. yes <laughs> and, and we've got a little, you know, almost three-year-old daughter that when she gets older, she'll be plugged into the show, too. Name oh, Caitlin. Caitlin. Her name's Caitlin, also. Really? Is it spelled the same? No, it's spelled with a K. Oh, okay. But, but it's spelled with, and it's K-A-T-E-L-Y-N-N. 
Oh, okay. So, so we still made it a little different. <laughs> well, if she ever competes in pageantry, I have plenty of dresses I can rent out. She's already a little diva. So we're like, you know what? Because we're, you know, next year we're probably going to try to get her in dance and all that and start yeah. that route and we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you leave it up to her. That's what I've always said. Hi. Hi, Kayla. So what's your favorite food? What's my favorite food? Okay. Mm. <laughs> I love spaghetti, chocolate, and cheese. What's your favorite food? Mine is pizza. Pizza, okay. <laughs> and he can eat it all day long, but if we gave it to him. <laughs> In fact, he had pizza today. Yes. At our... Oh, do you like pineapple on your pizza then? Uh, I never tried that before. He ain't tried it yet. Oh my goodness. Okay, that's my favorite pizza dipped in ranch. You've got to oh, try well. it. Huh. You got to try it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, what's your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show, probably Criminal Minds. I've honestly yeah. watched it since I, I was probably age, and I still watch the reruns. I'm pretty sure I've seen every single episode, but I still watch them. I like that it's just an hour long, so I always get a conclusion. I don't have to watch another episode to try to get more conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> and what's yours? Mine is SpongeBob. SpongeBob, I grew up watching that. <laughs> it's funny that they still have, to this day, new ones coming out. Oh, they do? I didn't know that. Yes, and um, and what's been cool too because of our show, we've uh, you know he has a we watches a lot of Nickelodeon and Disney shows, so we've been able to bring quite a bit of people from his shows on a, onto the show. Oh my goodness, how cool! I'm gonna have to go back and watch all of these. <laughs> yeah, we recently had a Ava Coker on. Okay. From, you know, from one of his Sydney to the Max on and Disney. Do you, do you co-host those two? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he asked a few questions mm. on that. He loves that. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your favorite movie? Oh, this is always hard because I'm one of those people that do not rewatch movies. I watch it once <laughs> and then I call it good. Um, I mean, I like the classic ones like Grease and Dirty Dancing. If I have to rewatch them. Um, yeah, I, that's a tricky one. <laughs> and yours. Mine is a Minions movie. The Minions. Okay. Have you watched? Okay. This is actually another one of my favorites. I'm going to watch it with my niece when she's a little older. Inside Out. Uh, Yeah. One I, time. That one has a really deep meaning to it. I love that that's a kid's movie. Uh, oh, yeah. And, I mean, because, yeah, we watched it with him and and we actually watched it several times. We watched it at a church event one time. And, okay. and as we were sitting there, we're standing, I, was, I was like, man, this is really heavy without kids knowing it. Yeah, and then when you, when you watch as an aunt or a parent, you can enjoy it too because you're like, wow. And you're like, man, I can see that. And then, oh, yep, I can see. Oh, no, she's going to cry again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he loves to be on this show. He's been on, you know, we've done almost 500 interviews. Um, we'll probably, next, I think next week we'll be around 500. So, um Wow. He's been on almost all of them, which has been pretty cool. That's so cool. I love that you do this. Yes. What are some sources of inspiration for you? Inspiration. My sister has always been my inspiration growing up. I, at a young age, I, I never really looked necessarily to celebrities because I never thought I would meet them. I <laughs> and here you are. 
Yeah, I never thought I would. So I always looked up to my sister. She was about four years older than me. So when she was leaving a phase of life, I was usually entering it. So oh, I got yes. a lot of advice from her. I watched, I observed. I, that's how I learned um, by observing what she did. She always set the bar so high, whether it be oh, a wow. Academics or whatever, so that always pushed me to do better. Um, so it definitely would be my sister. Now she's a mom, and hopefully in a few years I'll be entering that stage, so I can learn all that stuff too. Awesome. And what would you like for your legacy to be? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? Ooh, that's hard. I just I hope I make people feel something, like not just by a word I say. Yeah, yeah. just for the moment. But I hope. That when they they see me in the future or they met me before they they feel what they felt when I first initially talked to them. Oh, love that! And if you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to tell them? Um, uh, well, compete in pageantry. You never know where it'll take you. Um, and just really, really focus on who you are and be confident in it and the things that make you unique. Um, I mean, this is a simple, a super simple one, but uh, my hair, I almost also didn't compete in pageantry because I didn't think I had the right hair. And now that's one of my strengths in pageantry uh, that people know me for. And so whether you think it's a strength or not, you should believe in it and and that it will be. Awesome. Now, back in 2015, we interviewed Kelsey Ballerini before she was Kelsey, yes. <laughs> and um, so to speak. And one of the questions I asked her was where she wanted to be in five years. And I always like to tell this story before I ask the guests that same question, because the answer she gave us back then is almost to the T of what she's living. Now. I mean, she knew where she was going. She had it, all planned, she had it out, planned out sure. mm -hmm. and nothing was going to stop her. So knowing that, where would you like to be in five years? Well, I don't think I could probably follow Kelsey. I'm more of just that. <laughs> goes in the water, see what happens. Um, but no matter where I'm at, whether I, I assume the responsibility is USA and that brings me down modeling or acting, or if I stay as Miss North Dakota and I, I establish a family here, I just definitely see myself as a mom. Um, no matter oh, where wow. I am at, in life or in the world, I, I have so many maternal qualities and I think I've been waiting to have a baby since I was like 12. Um, <laughs> so I know that nowhere, wherever I am, whether I can have my own or I need to adopt mm -hmm. um, both, I, I just definitely know I'll be a mom. <laughs> How's it been um, being a mom? Oh, I love it. It's so <laughs> fun. Yes. We got two, Christopher and Caitlin, and it's a lot of fun. It's and, what I always wanted. And <laughs> our and our last one, she paid a heavy price having her because she ended up with she had a fibroid in her. Mm -hmm. And yes, and last year finally got it out and it was 14 pounds. Oh my. and actually I probably came to know about it sooner because of that last pregnancy yeah. that probably actually helped save me to knowing about it soon enough in time to get something done. Wow, 14 pounds. That's yes, yeah, I was the size they said of nine months pregnant, probably with twins was the oh size of yes. Crazy. Well, I'm glad you're doing well. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so let's look further down the road, let's say 15 mm -hmm. years down the road, and you're a success on a grand scale and you got the mom thing going, you got all that going. Um, it, you know, if the person you are today could meet her, your future successful self, what would you want to remind her? Um, I think back to like the core values and the importance of family. I don't think I'll lose it, but if I ever do get to that point, because I mean, being a mom is so stressful. I watched my mom go through it with a one-year-old. I mean, I don't know how my mom and dad did it with four. So if I get to wow. that point, I just, 
I definitely want to remind future Caitlin who she is because I think uh, your identities can get mixed up a little bit when you're 100% for your kids, but you don't get that time for yourself. Um, and so I, I would remind them who I am and to take that time to myself, take that time with my husband, um, because I feel like that's also a thing in the future where you don't spend the time with your significant other as much as you should. And then just, yeah, just remind myself of the family importance, which I think I'll keep, but it doesn't hurt to be reminded. And I'm glad you talked yes. about, about the husband side, because, you know, we've been a 24-7 couple for 19 years of marriage. Yes, we've always we, worked we, together. We've always yeah. worked together. We've done everything together. Now, and we don't advocate for people to do that. Yeah. But what I do advocate for is people just in this day and time do not spend the time they need together to create that intimacy. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember the last time my mom and dad just went on a date on the town, even though we're all yeah. grown up. I, I don't, they're never just like, let's go on a date. <laughs> so well, we, maybe it's time for you to book them somewhere and say, go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if it might take you to do that, to say, hey, yeah. go create that intimacy. We've got this all set up. <laughs> so as we close out here, um, if you had a friend of yours and they wanted to go through the path, the pageant arena and you know and they got the looks they got the brains they they they're the total package um what advice would you give that person to kind of help guide them the next couple of years yeah well i mean i don't think i could sum it up just in this episode <laughs> my cousin i think you're explaining her to a t and she might get into pageantry and so i She's one of those people that was like me, like you were kind of in a shell, kind of unsure of yourself, mm -hmm. um, just needed something to crack that shell open. And then you can blossom and you can become more independent and more confident in yourself. And so I feel like there's a lot of people that are still in their shell and they're just scared to get out of it. And so, I mean, it, it doesn't hurt to try pageantry. That's probably at the end of the day what I just try. It doesn't hurt. Yeah. To try. And if yeah. you, you still are taking something away because in uh, the months before that pageant, you're still prepping. And that's actually where most of the transformation comes from and finding yourself and learning how to answer personal questions and digging deep and uh, learning healthy habits and things like that. And so just, just try it. What would you say is the hardest part for you? Is it the questions? Uh, yeah, I guess probably the most nerve wracking hardest would be that final question. If you make that topic. <laughs> Especially at the national level, because I mean, how do you prepare for that? Because you don't know what's going to. I mean, when you look at society as a whole, you're like, it could be anything. Yes. How do you prepare for that? Especially with Miss Universe so close to Miss USA, it, it technically could have been anything in the world because you needed yes. to go to that national international stage. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a little stressful because there is a lot going on. Um, but I, I had a two interview coaches I worked with about uh, twice a week. Um, and yes, it kind of got a little expensive, but I did fundraising and stuff to get to it. So I had about a 15 page study guide because I mean, I'm oh, still, wow. so I still rely on my study guides that covered basically every hot topic. Um, just so I had a general understanding and I was comfortable in speaking on it. Um, and then just saying what's truthful to you and learning how to say it because in pageantry, uh, they're, everyone's going to be a critic. They're going to try to find something that's wrong. So you have to find a way to answer it that's respectful to both sides, but still portraying what you feel. Um, so definitely, I'm so thankful <laughs> you coaches and my study guide. I brought it to Miss USA with me. I did quick little reviews because once again, you don't know what you're going to get and you don't want it to come out in a way that's disrespectful to anyone. Right. So, you know, as we close out here, um, tell everybody how they can find you and any parting words. 
Yeah. Um. Well, hello, everyone. I'm always an open book. Come message me. I'm comfortable calling, giving you all my input. I never say, because people have asked if I would coach them. And I would probably never pageant coach, but I'm comfortable yeah. giving my own advice and what worked for me, whether it works for them or not. Um, so yeah, you can message me on my personal Instagram. It's just Caitlin K. Vogel. Or um, for the remainder of my year, I'll be active on my Miss North Dakota USA Facebook and my Miss ND USA Instagram. Um, yeah, so reach out to me. I'm always here to start a conversation. I love oh, that. Love and that. we look forward to seeing what happens tomorrow night and wishing you yes. luck that, you know, if she becomes Miss Universe and you become Miss USA, we would love to have you back after that. Yes. Yes. And you're always welcome no matter Anytime. what. Anytime. <laughs> well, thank you for having me, Chris and Sandy. Oh, All right, we enjoyed this. Day. Thank you so much for your time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, then.